Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for Kids Being Kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV, on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at B'nai Torah Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is called Tutus, Dirt, and Broken Arms. Girls will be girls. We're breaking all the stereotypes, raising girls today, at least in early childhood, that is. Girls are loud, powerful, and sometimes quiet, powerful. They are strong and sparkly. They love dirt and mud and black paint as much as they love bubbles and pink delicious. When we let kids be who they are and let girls experiment and discover the world around them without gender boundaries, we are raising leaders and thinkers with empathy and with self-understanding. The moms at the square table with me are here because they imagine infinite possibilities for their daughters, and they have daughters who are eager to be themselves. We have Jody Geller, Lauren Mizrahi, and Stacy Upton. I'll let them tell you about how their daughters are redefining the girl rules. And the first one up is Jody, because I think you were the first to start this podcast. You said, let me tell you about tutus and soccer and dirt. Okay. Well, I guess I'll start off with the vision that I had for Isla when she was in the oven. Okay. (laughs) Um, I was... First of all, she was conceived in Los Angeles, and we were, like, in this hippie mode, and we were, I was, like, gender neutral everything, and all my friends were, like, go to Denny's, and I'm, like, no, we're just going to Target, and we're doing the boys section, and we're doing... Tell me what Denny's is. Oh, it's just, well, I mean, they have boys. Not the restaurant. No, 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 no. It's boys and girls clothes, but it's, like... You know, cute and fancy and like sparkly. A lot of girl, a lot of ruffles. a lot of rhinestones, a lot of bling, whatever. Um, and I was like Target Zone. Like I went to the boy section. I would do some girl stuff too, but I was like blue and green and just like je- I I dressed her gender neutral to the extent that my friends would often make fun of me and be like, "Get your kids some nice clothes." <laughs> anyway, so and I look back at all the pictures. And I'm like, "Oh, what did I do?" But anyway. Um, I did the gender neutral thing and I kept everything really like calm and not focused on the looks and I like wear sweatpants and I'm like not anything fashionable either. But my child, I don't know when or when, when or why or how it happened, but she is all girl all the time in her style. She likes sparkles and tutus and princesses and all that good stuff, but she has this side to her that I'd like to think was partially because I let her just be who she was. Um, she loves the dirt. She loves the bugs. She's getting a little, like, scared of, like, spiders right now. But she, um, she's just, like, she'll literally be, I posted this on your page the other day. She'll be in a princess outfit on the top of, like, cl- have climbed to the top of, like, a jungle gym. So she just kind of 
she's an extreme version of like both both gen, sides, both yeah. sides. And all I, in herself all in I always said to myself like if I have if I ever had like a kid that I that was potentially like transgendered and confused I would let them be whoever they wanted sure. to be and I almost fought the like tutus in the beginning mm-hmm. but I'm like you know what I'm gonna let her express herself and be who she is and pink it out and like and pink it out pink it out <laughs> and like do that do that I mean I I really didn't even have her watching princess stuff early on and she just like gravitated to it and I just let it be so that's kind of and there's huge questions about the toy choices. Oh, of yeah, girls that and girls. I all. So yeah. let's we'll come back. We'll say okay, that right, for right, later. Right, right. Sorry, <laughs> because it's like what they're drawn to, <laughs> and, and you know, because and how do we say like, are they drawn to the dolls? Are they drawn mm-hmm. to trucks? Are they drawn right. to balls? Mm-hmm. But you know, or are they putting the Barbies in the pickup trucks over the dirt and and That's off the daughter. roof? <laughs> exactly. So, um, but let's get let's find out who's here and um, their girl rule their girl adventures with their daughters. So, Stace, so Stacey, you have a boy and a girl. Yes, and when I found out I was having a girl, my mom, oh my god, she was so excited. She called Brooke Miss Tutu actually before even like the day I found out I was having a girl. We couldn't figure out what we were naming her for like till the very end, and my mom just called her Miss Tutu. The entire pregnancy and basically we go to Denny's, TJ Maxx, Macy's, wherever and get anything as frou-frou and rhinestone and gaudy as possible and I was used to having headbands and boys as babies. Oh yeah. Well she had no hair either so yeah tons of headbands and um all these things yeah and um my I was used to having a dirty disgusting son and I, even though I'm a girl I'm kind of I'm in between, if that makes sense. So, like, I'm girly, but not, like, jean. I'm more of a jean girl. So I was like, I didn't really know what to do. When I found out I was having a girl, I kind of wanted another boy because I was used to trucks and dirt and sports and all that stuff. So it's kind of, like, upset at first, actually. And then I was like, okay. And I got so much clothes for her. I was kind of out of control. It was my mom's fault, though. Okay. I painted her whole room pink. Mom's under the bus. We're good. <laughs> and I painted my whole, the whole room pink, and I did... Her middle name is Charlotte, after uh, my husband's grandmother, so we did Charlotte's Web, and the room was so crazy pink, like everything, flowers, pink, everywhere. And, Still. Um, no, well, now we change it to what she wants. So. And what did she choose? Blue. And, and what, just blue or? And owls. Other? She's very into hoo-hoos, we call now them. look at that. Hoo-hoos. Look, I mean, what a great transition. Yeah. And so... <laughs> That's there's there's something fantastic there, which is you start in one place, both of you, and then through this collaboration with them telling you who they are, yeah, they take you to some place you didn't know you. And I didn't even talk. It's really where my great grandmother had an owl room growing up, and I don't know. It's like weird. I never even talked about it because she my. Brooke never sure. met her. She's like obsessed with owls, and I feel like that's like strange animal. But her home's blue with owl, owls everywhere. I love it. Very into owls, but okay. So and tell us a, a, a little bit about the dirt and the broken oh, arm. She's disgusting. She's always dirty. <laughs> she just broke her arm, and when we went to the ER, it was so embarrassing. He goes, "You've been here before for something similar." I'm like, it's not my fault. She jumps off the bed into a somersault, and she dislocated her arm actually once before, like two years to the date of this. She just broke her arm. And then, like, two weeks prior to that, she had a black eye from jumping off the bed. <laughs> In a skirt, obviously. And, and, and she's like, how, and tell everybody how old she is. She's four. And ready for kindergarten. She's a little crazy. She wears tons of jewelry every morning and glitter light-up shoes with... <laughs> she's crazy. And doesn't match, like, really at all. Like, leopard pants with 
glitter. But then she goes to the park with a bag of Barbies. She carries a bag of Barbies and my little pony <laughs> from everywhere and throws them off. She was with a few boys at the park today. Throws them off the slide, the ponies in the mud. She puts them in a bath and they're muddy and dirty and she's muddy and dirty and takes her shoes off running around in a dress with no shoes on and she's Cuts all over her feet and dirty, but then jewelry on and looks like girly. It's crazy. I love the contradictions. Yeah. I love it. And I do think that your girls are being raised in a world where they can break every rule and write all the rules for themselves. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's fun. Because as I was writing that intro, I was nervous because I'm thinking, we're breaking the stereotypes. And I thought, well, we're really only breaking them in early childhood. We still have that struggle with middle school and high school. And and maybe even... I don't want to talk about elementary, but but it's you know it's like if we can give them this beginning, where can that take them? And I believe that it can take them really really far. So we'll come back to to um, other people's opinions about our fearless contradictory girls, Lauren. So I have two girls. Um, one is going to be in kindergarten next year. She's five, and the other one is two. And my girls are the girliest girls ever. Uh, dirt, mm, not so <laughs> yeah. much. But then again, mommy's not so much with the dirt. So you're their wipe. You were there wiping the first time. They I got am dirt their on wipe. Them. Well, not so bad because I was a teacher, so I I knew, and I'd like them to get messy. But they're the Without girly. making a mess. No, no, no. I'm, no, no, no. I'm okay with mess. I'm totally okay with mess. I'm just not okay with, like, the bugs and going on the playground barefoot. We're not really into it as much. But if they want to do it, I, you know, I do let them. But and everyone needs to just go Google the dirt hypothesis. And because, I agree with that, 100%. You know, that, barefoot in dirt is just doing great things for their bodies, for their digestion, for their immune system. For their peace of mind, yeah, for everything. That's how they grow, and, and I, I totally agree with that. You know what? They come with the jewels. Um, my little one wants to do exactly what my big one does. She wears the tutus. Aww. She, the other one wears the tutus. The jewelry, the earrings, the shoes, the hair, the glitter, everything you possibly can think of, she does. But at the same time, when it's time to get to paint, she goes in it with the black paint, with the hand. But my other one does the same thing, too. She loves it. She likes to get messy. And that's okay. And that's what it's about. But she's also such a princess. (laughs) But yet, she likes to paint and get dirty. But my Liat doesn't like to... She's very, like, a girly girl. And she always, always makes sure that, like, you know, with the bugs... I guess that's probably rubbed off for me because I'm also Well, about- there's a few things. Natural intelligence is one of the nine multiple intelligences from Howard Gardner. So there are children that are drawn to nature almost as an innate intelligence style. Right. And, and I saw children who, in my experiences, who were had very little social skills. I mean, they, they might have been like bulls in china shops <laughs> around other children. And I'm thinking of one little girl in particular that was like, whew. But when she saw a snail, she and, and I was so afraid because I thought, oh, she is whipping this across the room. She's going to stomp on it. She, and she took that snail to her cheek and she let that antenna just tickle her cheek. And so there are children who, who get dirt and flowers and growing and a respect for nature that is almost, and for animals, it's almost intuitive. We have a lot of so, and, I, and I think there were, it's like I have no musical intelligence, but I'm good in nature. But I think it's also possible that a child could be musical and have no connection to nature. Mm. That's, you know, I think that is possible. So 
allowing them each to be who they are. My big question for you, um, because I had that great picture of Talia, where we put out the paint cakes, and she went right for the black. I mean, and she had her hands in there, and the picture was the brightest pink tutu with black all the way up her arms. And I was like, should I? Should I? And I was like, no. She's no. And, and she, she loves it. What's amazing is she didn't get any on the, she got a little bit on the tutu. I could just wipe it right off. But my question is, for Liat especially, does she ever hold back on something because she wants to be careful, you know, and because of her clothes? No. Um. Cause that's yeah, maybe a little. Okay. Jody's looking Leah at me. She folds her toilet paper. She <laughs> <laughs> does not. Does she? Oh not at my God, house. So at Jody's house. Like a beautiful origami. Like, oh, okay. Okay. So that's not for me. Okay, you didn't teach her that. And no, I didn't teach her that. It was beautiful. It was a work of art. Okay. Oh, wow. So so and and that's always going to be that question because. You know, even as we were putting this podcast together, it was like, do we only take the rowdy, physical, messy-making girls, the big risk-takers, or do we include all girls being girls? And the reality is that Liat needs to be a part of this conversation of, in the sense of no stereotypes. It's Think of it for grown women. I mean, it's you know, when you look at all those choices we want for ourselves, it also comes to respecting other choices. And right. so if somebody chooses that other path that is more conventional looking or gets more social applause, like, oh, isn't she beautiful? Isn't she neat? Isn't she tidy? Isn't she a princess? You know, because she doesn't have her hair, her pigtails falling out, you know, like, there are, you know, because so, she looks the part. But then I think of those girls who couldn't climb the slides because their dresses were getting mm -hmm. under them or that their clothes were in the way or they were like, you know, the worst thing a preschool teacher ever hears is, I can't do that because I'll dirty my dress. And so that's that's a red flag for me that says, oh, no, they're, they're not only self-managing themselves, which is a great word, but they're self-censoring themselves and holding themselves back from something they really want to do. So right. back as to much, the end of the question. As much as Leah is a princess and with her clothes, she, she gets dirty. Like at school, her nails are dirty. And like she goes in and she comes home with like paint on her you know, clothes, and it's fine, because you know what? If she's dirty, she had a good day. That's how Perfect. I know she had a good Perfect. day. Definitely. And same with Talia. Like, she gets in. Talia should have been a boy, I think. <laughs> she's also broken her arm, and she's also, oh. like, she's a tutu girl, but yet she also loves to get dirty and get in with anything. She's the one. Liat pushes her. She goes first before Liat. Right, right. Liat right. wants her to go first, because so she wants she'll to She'll show her how to be brave. She'll, exactly. She'll show yep. her how to be brave. Okay, so what about, just because that word brave came up, and brave is such oh. a big <laughs> word in... Disney fiction, um, you know, do you feel like your girls have really great role models in terms of girl leaders? Um, those princesses out there, are they helping them to Brooke explore? Brooke wants to be a princess, though, too. She says, I'm going to be a princess when I grow up. That's what she tells me. But mm -hmm. she's... A she's, save the world princess. Uh, I want, she wants to be a gymnastics teacher or a princess. <laughs> <laughs> But she's so she's like a dirty princess. Like her nails are black. Like I yesterday I was looking at her. She's so disgusting. Like her nails and toes are like black because she like takes her shoes. She's like a hippie. She gets in the car and she takes her shoes off. She walks barefoot outside, rides her bike outside with no shoes on, and I'm like whatever. And she's cut up on her ankles. She's like dirty princess. Listen, it's better than my daughter told me she wants to be a housekeeper. That's good. That's good. I'm gonna make those needle triangles on the toilet paper. I'd rather have someone 
is clean. So, so I, I, um, as a child, like just reflecting, I don't think I was really that into Disney or princesses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like my Barbie doll, I remember that I cut her hair to look Whoa. like the like businesswoman in the Tylenol commercial. Like I was just like like a <laughs> shoulder pads and a suit. Anyway, um, so. I oh did, definitely didn't like do the Disney thing with Isla, but her peers yeah. had it, and yeah. so Frozen came on the yeah. scene, circa what, 2013, whatever it was, and all I know is that that song came out, <sighs> and the first thing that I saw was like the I guess the video of Let It Go, and all, the first like Disney princess that I saw was that Elsa with like whipping her hair down and doing like a Beyonce down the catwalk and I was like why are the hips and this like the the swaying and I can't believe how regular it is to me now and how desensitized I am by it but and everyone's saying to me and we never did any like I never did any movies I was the last one to like see movies I just just held her back from a lot of media and um I just kind of wanted to, like... Keep her innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep her innocent, but... And how did it, it affect her? Well, I mean, it just kind of, like, seeped in, and, like, it, she would, like, stare at that screen and, like, run around and go around the kitchen and oh. let it go. And and I just, um... It's just, like, almost sad to me how desensitized okay. I am by the whole thing now. I just And, of course, if anybody out there, since there are since there is talk of princesses and tutus yeah. in this podcast, <laughs> there is that great book that says Cinderella, uh, The Princesses Ate My Daughter. And and it's a great um, nonfiction mm-hmm. about um, right. how princesses co-opt right. our kids' imaginations. I, I, um, I, but, I but, but I think that... What happens, and this is where I wanted to get to the heart and soul of your conversations and your experiences with your children, is if you have parents that are giving them open play, if you have this freedom to express yourself and to be who you are, regardless of what those images are coming in, mm-hmm. and your family life isn't saying like, like oh, if, you know, if it's not if it's not your agenda, they have some resilience to it, mm-hmm. and they will make it their own. And yeah. it still comes from with... So when, when Isla's putting on her play stuff yeah. and her princess stuff, it's not an imitation. It is coming from deep within her. Right. And her oh, dance wait. moves are her original, <laughs> I would assume. Oh. Right. I remember everyone saying that. Frozen, it's a good message. It's a good message. And, like, because it isn't, like... I get, and, again, I wasn't into the fairy tales, but I guess the man isn't kissing the woman and making her life perfect... So this was the sister and the sister like mm-hmm. hugging it out and then it was perfect. But so but still there were these underlying mm-hmm. things that I just visually saw. Maybe it wasn't in the verbal message, yeah. but it's like this sexy chica doing yeah. the catwalk. So well, there's yeah. certainly many of those images directly. Oh to yeah. I mean yeah. your dance classes. I mean there's yeah. just the big so eyes much. and the dolls, all of that. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. We're digressing a little. (laughs) I mean, that's a a battle, and it's, um, you know, and I think it comes down to, you know, how you neutralize those messages. So when I'm imagining, you know, Brooke in that bathtub going, whoa, like, you had fun today. Like, look, I can, you know, when you said, and when you said mess means they had a good day, you know, when you're saying those messages out loud, 
and that's part of your weekly mantra with your kids, yeah. then I, I think they're, they're hearing it. I think it's good to be and dirty. It, Dirt's good. I have two dogs. I have turtles. I have fish for our house is animals and kids and dirt. And <laughs> my cleaning lady actually came today. She's like, I love your house. You have toys everywhere. <laughs> you could tell your kids eat in the living room. I said, I don't, I, I said, she's like, enjoy, let them enjoy themselves. I don't have fancy stuff anymore. I know I have dogs and kids. And she's like, your kids are happy. It's good. Let them be dirty and enjoy themselves. Her Barbie dolls are all over the living room. Yeah. My little ponies everywhere in my car. I don't care anymore. And Whatever. In my Have mind, fun. I watch and, and I'll, let me ask you this question about what they play with because of course there is, you know, you're in you're in this world of pink pink stored aisles and oh, stores. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, in one way or another, you there is some segregation among the toys yes, and Brooke has a brother, so right. but in my mind when Brooke's throwing those dolls from the top of the play equipment, you know, she's doing science. You know, she's creating her own curiosity of, like, mm-hmm. what will happen if I do this? And I think best toys are always going to be open-ended toys. So whatever you give them, if they have the freedom to play with them in the way they choose, mm-hmm. then they're going to take it in ways that maybe no toy manufacturer ever imagined. Right. So coming to, let's start with Liat because she is the most... <laughs> the traditionally girly of our girls and then move on the spectrum of you know how do they play with their toys and how and do you have the trucks the cars um the sports equipment like how are you do you balance out any of that in I your do house? I have a lot of I have boy stuff and I have girl stuff I obviously have more girl stuff than I do boy stuff but we do you know I put Leon in soccer and she liked it for a little bit, and she played, and then all of a sudden she just didn't want to play anymore. And I was pushing it. I was like, I have to back off because you know what? She needs to make up her own mind. When she wants to do it, then she's ready, and she'll do it. Mm-hmm. So we do. We, we actually played basketball the other day, and she loved it. So, yeah, you know, we good. do. We have, like, she plays with the trucks and the, and the cars, but more so... Th- my Little Pony, we have all of those, oh. loves the My Little Pony. And we're very into baby dolls with the the double stroller now and playing school and telling Talia that she's the baby or she's the sister and going shopping. Actually, it was so funny this morning. She's like, I'm just stopping at the grocery store. Can I make you a list? So she made me a list. And, and then she's like, but then I'm going to go to my friend's house. And she... On the counter, she goes, I'm here. Do you, uh, what did you say? I'm here. Can I get you anything? Like, you know when you pull up to a house uh-huh. and you put on the intercom? Yeah. I was dying. Oh, it was like, it was so funny. Her imagination, just for whatever she's playing with, it just, some of the things that, like, she, what we do as every day, like, on a play date or whatever. It's when incorporated we It's incorporated in, in magical in, ways. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So no matter what toy she's playing with, she incorporates it in everything. But I see that when, you know, when we do a play date with it. Isla or whatever, they come up with, like, they're in the library with the books, and then they schlep Talia around, and, like, (laughs) I just see everything that we say, or sometimes what we do, it's incorporated in everything that they do. Right. I love it. Which is pretty amazing. You know, and I don't think we can change what their interests are. I mean, I don't want to change those little girls who play teacher because I play teacher. (laughs) And the last thing I thought I'd ever be was a teacher. But, (laughs) you know what, it became, it it is in there for us. Um, Awesome, awesome. Okay, Stacey, how do do your kids play and do they play differently? I mean, obviously I have a son, so... um, I have trucks, toys, trains, etc. He plays every sport. He's, like, obsessed with sports. That's all he does, like, every sport. Um, and then Brooke is more crafty and artistic She likes to draw and 
play ponies and Barbies, but the Barbies play a lot of times with the Transformers. They play, and my son plays really well with my daughter, so the Barbies and Transformers have a party. <laughs> um, they have a Lego table. that She's very obsessed with the Lego table also, so that's kind of, I don't know if that's... It's awesome. I mean, Legos boyish or not, is, but she's very into that. She likes everything. I feel like she, it shouldn't be boyish. I mean, yeah, we shouldn't even have hard, Legos I mean, on saying it. Yeah, yeah. But Fair the Lego fact. table I actually bought for my son, and she actually sits for hours and plays with the Lego table more than my son. my son's now seven almost, so he's now wanting the Minecraft and uh, mm-hmm. a little bit different. So, um, but the Barbies play with the trucks. They sit in the my son's trucks. They ride around the house, yeah. also, and then she. She's like both. She's like a tom. I guess a tomboy, if that makes sense. I I was the same way though. So my dad says that I went to the ER a lot as a child. <laughs> um, Thank goodness nobody in your house is freaking out over all that. My dad was very calm when I told him about my my daughter because oh, what do you expect? Your sister and you were crazy. Like yeah, it was yeah. expected. He's just so calm about it. So um, she's kind of like both, I guess. Like she like she's a pet turtle. Um, she's. You know, I don't know. She's both. She's got it all. And, and back, and one other point I wanted to make before about that soccer thing is, you know, you never understand, like, how, you can't be sure how, why, when. So when they don't like something, is it because she doesn't like soccer? Or is it because it's it's a certain kind of structure? It's a certain kind of demandingness? It's all these personalities? You know, there's a lot of factors that especially sport, I tried. That come in to organize <laughs> sports for these very, so very young, young I children. I try with yeah, her with sports. Young, yeah. Yeah. Gymnastics, that's all she does. She only wants to do gymnastics. Brooke. I've tried she wants to do gymnastics and painting. So I said I'm not gonna force her to do a sport right. she doesn't want to do. But you know, sport. something that's more open ended where it's just experimenting with their power. She wants to kill then herself, then I feel all. differently. I'm like break Zumba. Leah loves Zumba. But she didn't like soccer. That's fine. <laughs> all right, so let's find out from Sis. From uh, Jody. Jody. <laughs> so I I wrote my first note down because I couldn't forget this because okay. I would have otherwise. So when you were talking about like open ended and how you use a Barbie doll or throw, I'll never forget. And I was trying to think if it was still during mommy and me time, but this timestamp is that her teachers at school now wear long skirts, mm-hmm. um, and she we had a hand me down like maxi skirt that she tried on like was in like the dress up she tried it on she looked in the mirror she was enamored with herself and she literally said where are my babies i don't wear long skirts i'm the only mom she knows she felt this like female gravitational pull oh, to like beautiful. the womb and motherhood when she saw this like feminine skirt go on her body I remember it was like the red orange yellow like skirt and it was just like so trippy I'll never forget that that was like that was like crazy okay but But what I love about that and it it comes to this idea of like what your girl when Lauren was saying like your girls aren't exposed to all these other things that they're imitating what you're doing it's like I think that message to me is that exposure to new experiences new people and differences cumulatively sinks in and you never know when it's going to spark back from Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. but I don't want to ever change you know what they love Mm -hmm. and I don't want to say like oh we'll play less of this playtime is completely owned by them but when you see that novelty introduced and you try to figure out where it came from it's like wow that touched her Love it. Okay. Yeah. What else? You got something else um, on that list? Then? Yes, yes, yes. I and just like her um, clothing, I also had open-ended, gender-neutral toys in the house, and um, like blocks and magnetiles. She loves the magnetiles still, mm. but the blocks never. The Legos never really got into. And them. again, spatial intelligence might not be one of her primary. Well, it, it definitely isn't. It definitely isn't. And um, uh, 
just kind of like a lot of wooden stuff, a lot of not, sure, sure. you know. The Waldorf more, stuff. Yeah. yeah, Waldorf stuff and not. Fairies. Um, Right. Do you have a fairy door? No, we don't have that, but I've, I've seen that. It's <laughs> really that cute. Too. I've seen it. It's really cute. It's really cute. But something interesting is, like, I often stay after drop-off just to hang out and observe and watch, and I see the boys at the... at the. Oh, oh wait, before I even get to that, all, and I had planes and trains and automobiles, and that stuff is now, and, and I was the last person that I ever thought would do that, that stuff has been retired to the box that I whip out and the boys come. Yeah. It really, they're yeah. just drawn. I mean, she did cars for a really long time and she, once in a while she still will, but she's more into art than anything, like beyond, mm-hmm. which there is totally is gender neutral. There is differentiation yeah. on whether it's socialized or whether it's internal. I don't I don't think it matters as right. long as we're giving them the options. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I'm curious to watch what they're attracted to, but I'm not, right. I don't want to, right. I don't want to be too crazy about, right. Right. you okay. know, like, right. when it goes to the boy box, it goes to the boy right. box. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like when a boy comes over. And she may one day go, hey, I need to I see keep that it in toy her room. box. I keep I, it in her room. I may need to see those boy, that she boy take, stuff. Does she take it out of she, she doesn't really take it out, but I yeah. keep it in her room, yeah. not in the playroom. But if she's ever like bored and like picking through things, that she'll like come and you know that stuff will come out. Okay, but wait, I, I have one more question. You, sure. Since you wrote down, I know I okay. can interrupt you. Sure. Um, yeah. And we're starting to yeah. time is flying sure, as sure, always. Sure. <laughs> Did your children ever say, "Oh, that's a boy thing" or "That's a girl thing"? Nope, never, no. never. Yes, yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, yes, they did. I don't remember, but I remember saying. You know what? I had a lot of stuff from school when I was teaching, so I had a lot of boy stuff. I think it was more of the dress-up stuff that mm-hmm. Liat's like, oh, that's more boyish. I was like, oh, well, yeah. what about this? But you can still wear it even if it's a boy. It's a cape, and you can girls you can sometimes wear it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm only curious yeah. only because it's, you know, at three and four, there's a lot of ident- self-identification and categorizing. Mm-hmm. You're the, you're a male. You're a female. I do remember now that um, a friend of ours asked Jen Weinstein, what should we get for Isla for her birthday? This was like two birthdays ago. She didn't know Isla that well, and she said Isla loves like Isla loves dress up. She's like, but Jody's really like into the gender neutral thing, and she's like princessed <laughs> out. So so this friend got Isla a um, was it a, a, a contract like a construction worker sure, outfit. Sure, sure. Oh. Isla was like, get that thing out. Oh my oh. <laughs> she was like, she's like, put that somewhere oh else. Do goodness. not hang it with my. Like beautiful dresses. dresses. Yeah. But wow. with the same thing with the dress up, Liat will play with the tools, which is boyish. Yeah. In her and tutus. In her tutus <laughs> and fix <laughs> the car but that she, likes she, to go gas, she does. Fill yeah, and fill up the gas. Oh, and yeah, yeah, like, you know, like a Water guy mechanic. usually kind of does. But, yeah. <laughs> and when they play together, they sometimes play that with the, with like, roles. yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Auto mechanic. Very yeah. interesting. <laughs> like okay. Okay. Interesting. Awesome. And it's and just giving them that out that says, okay, the clothes don't define who you are or what you do. What else? Yeah, something oh, so else the other So the other thing that I was going to say is I observe in her classroom, and there is nothing gender-specific in her classroom, right. period. Um and everything's wooden and plain and whatever. But um, you see the boys building, 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 destructing, destructing, destructing. And the girls are either um, in pretend dress up, or, <laughs> which is still very basic. Like it's more kitchen stuff than actual clothing at this age. They had more 
clothing the years before and doing art and I mean it's it's actually mingling a little bit more like today I was there for a while and boys are doing drawing and stuff but they're the boys are like duding it up like wow. like in wow. a it, like together in like a clan but actually recently the girls were just doing the blocks oh yeah the boys usually there was do, like but one the girls did, right. but the girls like did create one big but thing. all right. together right. just the girls right. and then the boys were separate so mm-hmm. the girls were doing what the boys were doing but just the girls but doing right. the blocks. Right. Like, they needed the like, It took so long, Mommy. <laughs> I don't want to do the blocks. I don't like it. It takes too long. I'm like, why does Especially it take Especially if you're collaborating with, right, with right, girls. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. So. Okay, but I have one more question for you before we do wrap up, and that is criticism. Or, or any, do you get, what kind of feedback do you get on trying to raise powerful, fearless, unconventional, unstereotypical girly girls? I can't think of anything like blatant and outright and obvious right now, but like when that when she early, when she was like. no, but when she was little, like well, come on, give your give get your girls some nice okay. clothing and um, so even like and, and people in, in our circles are are just really great with being open and respectful when it comes to the presence and it just I mean they want to. oh yeah yeah okay. yeah I mean generally speaking. Um, I, I this year she got so much art. You know, everyone's like, "What does she love?" I'm like, "Art." Okay, has so, anybody no. had a birthday party that was sort of like instead of like the the spa party, which is very conventional now? Mm-hmm. Um, anything that was sort of I mean, I'm sure you have gymnastics parties. Well, doesn't want any girl party. We had Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese is the boy. I mean, is I there? Think we like just had an ice skating party. Yeah. And her theme was Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Oh, oh. there's still like a merchandise. I mean, we have a lot of kids like who are. Yeah. Pi- we have a lot of girls that's, who are identifying with pirate. Like we that. had a Darth Vader here for for Purim. Right. A little that's girl really that was Darth party, Vader. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there that's are. I was so happy. Like I love that. I mean, you have your. I was so happy. I don't like to have a Disney theme, but. I was like, like if it's going to be, I mean, it might be My little right. pony, at least, I feel like is in Prince. She's actually Frozen. I didn't let her watch Frozen at all. She didn't watch it. And then somehow, I think she watched it with Daddy because I wasn't home. But she didn't watch it at all. And then recently, she got into it. But she doesn't, like, she doesn't really talk about, like, wanting to look like Elsa or whatever. I think okay. she just chicks to dress up. I don't think she really... Okay, so as, so I th- sorry, the, probably the biggest hurdle and obstacle is going to be the sexualizing that's going to come. She doesn't talk about that yet, so but I know they're young, so but I don't think she like says, oh, why does she look like that? Or like, you know, the Barbies are perfect looking. She doesn't notice that, I don't think, yet. Yeah, this age, yeah. I don't know. I like, I like they should look Barbie. like that, I mean, maybe. I like got a Barbie and she took it out and she goes, she is so pretty. <laughs> oh, God, really? Hey, Brooke doesn't oh, notice that actually, at all. And what did like, you say? I said she is probably really strong and really smart. Okay. <laughs> oh, I like okay. that. That's good. I mean, because I mean that that really brings us full circle because there's so much to that word pretty and nice mm. um, for little girls, and there is that expectation of pretty and nice, and pretty often means passive, yeah. and and it means accommodating, and it means deferring, and nice means you know something that's not empathetic and kind. It's it's not saying what you think or feel. Mm-hmm. So 
And that's my little thing to a cautionary note. Go ahead. Yeah, I have where if Talia gets dressed before Leah, she looks prettier than me, and then she has a meltdown. Oh, you got prettier. I got prettier, so everything is, that's prettier. She looks better than me, or or she doesn't look as nice as I do. So I have that sometimes in the morning, which is huge. Maybe because I have a boy and a girl. But again, there are, and again, you you know, we're, you know, I just did the, um, we have the podcast coming up in May that'll be on siblings and only children, but a lot of that about the comparisons that siblings make from within themselves. And so it's, again, it's just how do you choose the words and say, you know, is it the clothes that's pretty or is it, you know, what makes us pretty? Right. You know, what? And it's also like that opening statement where usually a stranger will say, oh, even just to like break the ice with a kid, mm-hmm. even if it's not about their face yeah, or, right. with, oh, true. what a pretty skirt mm-hmm. you have on, you know, and then that, that's just like, you would not say that to a boy, like, what yeah. nice shorts you have. That's <laughs> true. You know, you might say I like your hat because, like, the design on or it. Or shoes. Like, you know, it's yeah. funny. The only thing I see with true. early childhood, and I, but as, as your ch- girls are going to kindergarten, uh, you know, I think it's it's the next step. And that is, in early childhood, I think kids identify with what they wear because they, they have, I mean, it's an extension of everything. Sure. Inside mm-hmm. is outside, outside mm-hmm. is inside. Mm-hmm. So Special. in some ways, I'll give you a little bit of time. To say, but you know, like my preference is always like, you wore polka dots today. You right. have stripes. I love your blue shirt. <laughs> right. So it's, yeah. you know, there's yeah. a million ways to say something that's neutral but says, as and my favorite, which is, I see you. Right. Oh. I see you in my space, in my world, in my air. That, I mean, that's good. But it doesn't, but it doesn't mean you're pretty because of what you chose to put on. So, okay, we're out of time. So we're now to the wrap up. Wait, the wrap up. The wrap up is always (laughs) the same. And it's, um, how have you got this? How do you know that with all the experiences you've had over the last few years that you are able to raise girls who are tutu-wearing, dirt-playing, risk-taking, adventurous, but and very, very true to themselves? How do you know you can do this? Lauren. You know what? Just I think just give them a lot of love and just support whatever they choose. If they want to get dirty, that's fine. If they want to be clean, if they want to wear it, whatever they want to express themselves, just you know try to support them and give them as much love as you possibly can because make them feel that they're the well they are the most valuable asset to everything that we have. They're our children. Just to give them all the love that we can. Okay, I gotta put you on the spot. We're so out of time, but it's, so, but what do you do when they're doing something that makes you uncomfortable? Like, what if she wants to pull up that, that bug? What if she wants to, and not that they, not that, I mean, Talia might, or, or, or she's, (laughs) or she's, it's like, what do you do when it goes again, when, when it's hard, those moments, it's hard to love? You know what? I, bite my tongue and I swallow my pride and I and I try to you know I, I don't want them to be afraid like I'm afraid of birds and I don't want them to be afraid of birds so I just uh, yes so I just like swallow and I'm like it's just a bird it's okay let's go sit you know I try to overcome the fear because otherwise they're going to be so scared awesome. so I just try yeah. to that's it yeah Stacey Basically, I just want her to be whoever she's going to be. I'm never going to try to change her. My parents weren't like that with me, and I guess I turned out okay. Um, I was, I used to make my own clothes growing up. I sewed. I was very uh, much an individual. I wanted to be a fashion designer, so I feel like my mom's an artist, so I feel like it's in the blood. Like, we're just creative people, and I like to be whatever you want to be. I've never changed 
either of my children, whatever they are, they are, and get. I love animals, so would they like animals too? I don't want them to be afraid of anything. And Brooks, a like roller coasters, just all the things I liked when I was little. I wasn't afraid of anything. Love it. Love so I hope she's. And now I'm more cautious because I'm older. So <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll they'll help you refine that. Yeah. Refine that again. <laughs> I I just think if I'm gonna say no to anything, it's because there's true danger right. involved. Yeah. And well. I'm I said. Whenever I do say no and Isla gives me and uh, I go, I say yes more than any other parent in the universe. Well, maybe not everyone, but if I'm saying no, it's for like a really, really good reason and not from anything that comes from my like opinion or perspective or anything like that. So I'm doing it. I got it because I'm doing it. <laughs> and you guys really, really are. And I'm so thrilled that I got to know your girls um, at this amazing stage in their lives. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to The Front and The Follow for the song Listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.